Hey everyone, welcome to the Macrozoia Show. This is your host, Andrew Birrell. And on this show, we explore techniques and strategies focused on helping busy professionals like you achieve and maintain their health goals. Through conversations with fellow coaches, professionals, practitioners, and more, we will uncover what works and what doesn't work for people who are trying to lose weight, manage stress, improve sleep, or just feel better. On this episode, I sit down with Jonathan Armada. Jonathan is a health specialist and the founder and owner of Morrisville Community CrossFit in RTP, North Carolina. He has over 20 years of experience in the wellness industry. And in addition to hearing tips on how we can immediately improve our physical wellness, we will dive into his firsthand experience navigating through COVID-19 as a gym owner and a small business owner, and how he has needed to adjust his business, his mindset, and his skill sets to maintain balance. So let's dive in. Uh, first and foremost, for, for the people that may or may not know uh, who you are, a little bit about you, if you could just give a, a quick summary of um, what you're specializing in, what you have specialized in, and just a little recap of maybe your past five to 10 years as it relates to health and wellness. All right. Uh, well, I'm Jonathan Armada. Um, been fitness wellness industry since 2001, so pretty much 20 years of uh, every fitness setting you think of, uh, student rec center, um, commercial gyms, wellness centers, um, CrossFits, uh, er everything. Dealt, dealt with uh, some of the most sick individuals in the world to college level athletes. So um, my exposure to um, all var varying health levels are, are, is, is pretty abundant. So um, tons of education, exercise physiology degree and Master's in biomechanics. So awesome. Uh, this has been majority of my life. Yeah. Now yep. I think about it. Yep. Majority of my life. <laughs> yeah. Cool. <laughs> so, I love it. Cool, yeah. man. Yeah. It's uh, awesome. I'm, I'm looking forward to this. There's going to be a lot of knowledge that is, that is dropped here for everybody. So, uh, I mean, first and foremost, uh, I got to hit the big, the big question that I think everybody is aware of, but we don't really know how to answer it is the myths and the misunderstandings and the misconceptions around health in general, but physical health and what society says physical health is, uh, specifically as we navigate through turbulent times like we're doing right now. But I want to get your opinion on what is physical health in, in your opinion, from what you've seen, from what you've educated yourself on, off the, you know, the 20 plus years of experience you've had in it. What is the definition that people should really be holding themselves to? Forget what society says, forget what the news says, forget what Instagram says. What should people really be focusing on? Uh, it's just like with everything, balance. Um, you know, you want to have your work, your family, things you enjoy, and then exercise. Um, uh, you know, putting all that other stuff aside, you know, with work and family and everything like that, everybody knows, you know, that you have to have that. There's always a work-life balance. That's what people look for when they start a job is, you know, what are you expecting from me? You know, you tell me 40 hours a week, but am I expected to work 70 hours a week? You know, that's, that's a completely different thing. Um, but uh, a lot of it is, is, like I said, more balanced towards you have to have exercise as part of your life, not your life. Mm. Um, uh, you talked about Instagram 
Um, a lot of those Instagram models are, uh, you know, fitness. I don't even know what they're called now, but I'm not saying that they don't work hard, but um, that is their life. You know, that's how they make their money. That is, you know, their, how they look uh, directly correlates to how many followers they get, how much money they make. Um, to go to the extreme of that, if uh, some of the people that society considers the most healthy, like, you know, bodybuilders or um, fitness competitors or figure competitors, they're actually probably, when you see them on stage, when they look the best aesthetically to a judge, that is probably their most unhealthy moment. Um, mm -hmm. I've seen, I've been through, I've seen friends go through training to get to that point. Um, you, they're not eating anything. They're not drinking anything. They're, you, the pinnacle of them looking good is their least healthy moment. Mm. So um, that's not balance. Right. But, but that is what a lot of society thinks is healthy, is that look. Not, not maybe not to that extreme, but you know, what we see in magazines, what we see in Instagram. Um, like I said, I'm not saying they don't work hard, that they don't uh, follow a specific diet, but the majority of their life is probably dedicated to looking the way they look. So, so having that balance where I'm going to dedicate one hour of my day to exercise, I'm going to hit it hard, I'm going to make the most out of this hour, and then I'm going to go home, you know, work on my house, mm -hmm. spend time with my family, whatever. Yep. So yeah. balance, is, balance is definitely like something that needs to be part of um, physical fitness or physical wellness. So on that note, I, I guess if, we're, if we take aesthetics aside and we know that the people that are in the magazines are likely, uh, this is their full-time job. This is what they're paid and, and this is what they train to do. Just like uh, what, our, you know, what my audience does the Monday through Friday, they're paid to go to the office and deliver on what's expected of them. So aesthetics aside, what should we be focusing on um, if it's not weight or it's not necessarily waist size or, or uh, bicep size? Are there any numbers that the Monday through Friday nine to fivers should be focusing on? Or is it really as simple as, yeah, let, let's try and, and find that just a, a nice, simple balance that you can stay consistent with? Or is there something maybe a little more granular that, that they can focus on? I mean, it, it really depends on where you are in, um, your stages of change and exercise like if you've been exercising for years you know it, it could be as simple as well i don't want to say simple as like it could be like you said waist size where um you know having a, a waist hip ratio within a certain range is mm. is correlated with other um uh, unhealthy factors mm. so you, you could be like well i just want to get my waist um about the same size as my shoulders or chest uh, you know, nobody says specifically that what number works, but um, like I said, if you're uh, in general, if your waist is bigger than your chest, then more than likely you have other um, health risk factors. Got it. So, um, but again, somebody at the other end of that spectrum who hasn't exercised or hasn't been exercising there, you know, their focus could be, I'm going to walk for 10 minutes today. Yep. You know, that's a number. I'm going to yep. go for a walk for 10 minutes. Yep. And then... Um, Next week, I'm going to do 12 minutes. Next yep. week, I'm going to do 15. So, uh, it, I mean, it, there's no real magic number. It's just where you are and mm. you're, um, you know, in that spectrum of taking on exercise or physical activity as part of your life. Yep. Awesome. So with everything that's going on right now, uh, we're all in a, a very similar boat. Uh, we're kind of confined to a certain degree. Why is now, maybe for someone who has 
for whatever reason, um, not been as physically active as maybe they should be, or maybe they, again, went into COVID very physically active and their lives have been turned upside down for a number of reasons. And they've, you know, maybe gotten away from moving their body as much as they were pre-COVID. Why is like right now, as people listen to this and as we navigate, you know, the foreseeable future of, of this uh, turbulent time, why is right now so important to start moving our bodies again? And, and I'm not saying putting ourselves necessarily through these, these very difficult workouts, but like to your point, maybe going on a 10 minute walk through our neighborhood with our significant other or a dog, but why is that so important right now as we try and get through all of what's going on? Well, uh, we could talk about for, like you said, somebody that has been exercising and all of a sudden they're, you know, shut in their house or apartment. And um, I mean, that, that was a large part of their life then, you know, if they did it five, six times a week, that's five, six hours, at least a day, a week that they were dedicating to making themselves feel better or feeling healthy. Um, uh, but uh, another, on the other end of that too, um, you know, we know that being, cardiovascularly fit or more cardiovascularly fit than what you were is something that can help out with um, if you did catch COVID-19. You know, you more fit you are, more likely you recover, your symptoms won't be as severe. Mm. Um, then we also know that the higher uh, BMI is uh, another risk factor for catching and dying of COVID-19. Mm -hmm. So reducing your BMI, uh, which in general is just reducing your body weight, mm -hmm. Uh, but more specifically, body fat mm -hmm. uh, can help uh, reduce your risk factors. Um, and exercise boosts your immune system. It's been proven over and over. Um, not necessarily high-intensity exercise, but just moving, getting your heart rate up a little bit for a longer period of time um, has been shown to help boost your immune system. So that's something that we all need in this <laughs> right now with, yeah. with what's going around is having strong strong cardiovascular systems and strong immune systems. So you know, sure. exercising, like I said before, though, some people that it was a large part of their life, it's, it's also a psychological thing for them. Just, I, I need to move, I need to exercise. It just makes me feel better. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, the big thing, like I said, cardiovascular fitness and um, immune system exercise helps out both of those. So there's, and there's clearly no, argument and uh, there's no doubt that when physically moving your body it, it certainly uh, improves how you feel overall uh, it's just I'm, I'm, and I would imagine you know that there's plenty of research out there that that proves that yeah. and especially right now there's plenty of research that says to your point it, the one of the biggest benefits right now to moving our body is the fact that it prevents uh, the idea of, of somebody really being impacted by COVID-19 but if we step outside just the dimension of physical wellness and we and we talk about the other dimensions whether it's mental wellness occupational wellness uh the relationships we have with our friends or family how have you seen people who move their body consistently how have you seen that positively impact other areas of their life do, do you see a correlation there uh, yeah i definitely have um there's in general when you start exercising regularly i mean your confidence is boosted um, you, you may not immediately start looking the way you want to, but you, you know, my, my muscles feels like they've been working. I worked hard. This is, you know, I deserve not saying I deserve to go out and, you know, eat or drink whatever I want, but like, 
I feel better. I'm more, I'm more confident. Um, you know, that's, that can carry over to uh, your social life, uh, work. Um, and, and in general, when you start carrying yourself more confidently, people notice people, you know, people react to you differently if you are carrying yourself in a more confident manner. So, yeah. Um, but like you were saying with, with exercise, you know, it help, can help decrease depression, which also, again, can help increase your confidence. Um, mm. And um, just having that sense of accomplishment too, when you get a workout done, just, it just carries over to a lot of things. Um, I, I know when you start feeling down, you start feeling depressed, you start doing things that you possibly wouldn't have done if you didn't feel that way, you know, whether it's buying stuff or eating something or, you know, snapping at a loved one. Like, it's, it's, like I said, if, you, if you're depressed, you just tend to, you might do something you wouldn't have done if you weren't feeling as depressed. Mm. so yeah. not saying being depressed but like i'm just feeling down sure whereas exercise could help you get out of that faster or not even go into that just i feel down right now yeah yeah and i think that's uh extremely factual and the other side of that too is uh, i think we forget that when we come off a bit more confident uh that rubs off on other people uh, yes. naturally right when people mm -hmm. see somebody else putting in the hard work and seeing maybe a, a life transformation in front of their eyes uh, that may or may not be the reason that they decide to change their, their behaviors and their lifestyle. Yeah. And not that that's ever the intent of, of the person who initiated that, but it's certainly a natural reaction. You know, if I see you doing something that maybe I've wanted to do, but haven't had the courage to do, and I see you take, uh, take a risk and do it. And I start to see your life transform, then it's like, well, you know, he did it. So why shouldn't I at least try it? Why can't I do it? <laughs> right. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think for the people that are currently, you know, navigating through the COVID-19 um, era, and again, whether they come from a, a very much experienced background of physical activity or they're starting, they've acknowledged that they need to move their body more and they've accepted the challenge. And the question is, what first? Like, where do I even start? So let, let's touch, <coughs> excuse me, let's touch on somebody maybe that had a, a decent uh, regimen going into COVID-19. Uh, their gym closes. They maybe live in an apartment. So the, the, the likelihood of them having any equipment is minimal. What do they do at this point? Mentally, um, you know, they've been kind of teased for the past few months. If my gym's going to open, it's not going to open okay, I'll go for a run, but that's kind of getting old. I'm doing some body workouts. Is there, what do, what do you say to, to that audience as far as keeping the momentum, maybe refreshing the momentum? Is there anything that, that, that you would tell them if maybe you were their, their trainer and, and their mentor in this situation? I mean, it's, it's definitely tough because I have clients now that are in that boat. They, <laughs> I mean, they're I'm programming their workouts. I go check on them um they haven't been completed just to check in i'm like hey what's going on like i just haven't had the time this week i'm tired this that and the other and you know it, it, it is very very tough especially through the phone or through the computer is it is it is it is hard to get somebody that is not motivated motivated mm -hmm. um it, it, I don't even know because I've tried everything with some of my clients to just like, Hey, you know, we'll get through this. Just let me know. You know, you, if you didn't like it, let's tell me, tell me what you want to do. Let me, I'll program something that you want to do. Mm -hmm. um, gone that far. It's just, it, it is, 
it is so tough right now. I mean, we just got to get, we got to figure out a way to get people's minds okay with what is happening and understanding that there is an end. We just don't know when yeah. like that, that you have to, you have to look for that goal and say, you know, this, this isn't forever right now, yeah. but I need to do something. I need to maintain uh, or maybe not even maintain. I just need to move until yeah. this is over. I yeah. mean, maybe, maybe that's it. It's like, you know, I, I've said it to some of my clients that like, this isn't, this isn't forever, but we have to get through this. You yeah. can't stop now. You can't give up now. Mm-hmm. Um, just changing that, I guess, changing that perspective, seeing that like, we'll get through this. Eventually the gyms will open. Mm-hmm. We just don't know when, yep. but you, you can't go, you can't let all of the hard work pre COVID just go out the window. Um, I know it's been what five six months. I mean that's a long time. I mean mm-hmm. it's hard to maintain a, what you were doing with a full fully equipped gym with nothing. But mm-hmm. um, there is an end. You just don't know when. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I think it's to your point. It's a this is a great opportunity for us for all of us, whether we're talking physical or just wellness in general, to redefine uh, what our expectations should be because we can't expect to be doing the same things now that we were pre-COVID. The situation is different. Those blueprints are completely out the window um, and they're not applicable in this, in this, the world that we live in currently. And hopefully they are in the future, but we, and we don't even know that. Yeah. So trying to, in my opinion, trying to, to tie ourselves to that previous reality based on what we're currently being thrown at is um, it's not fair to ourselves and it's, and it's mentally, it's mentally exhausting because we're reaching for something that's, that's not likely to be achievable in this current reality. Yeah. Uh, So I think to your point, it's just, you know, for, for the people listening and watching that are maybe struggling because their gym has been closed and they're tired of going on long runs or doing some doing body workouts. I think, you know, maybe changing the perspective of what a successful exercise regimen is in, in the world that is COVID-19 and maybe you're exercising, you were exercising for a different re- reason pre-COVID, but maybe now your goal is just to avoid getting COVID. That's why you're moving your body. And yeah. maybe you're, you're just doing it for a different reason at this point. But to your point, it's a change of perspective. It, it, it could just also be, hey, so sitting on the couch watching TV, mm-hmm. I don't have to go run. I can go for a walk. Like you said earlier, with your significant other, with your dog, with some friends. I mean... Yeah, maybe that might not be social distancing, but at this point, you know, <laughs> yeah, we, we got to do something to help our brains out. This, yep. is, this is getting, you know, it, it's getting, you know, I've been fortunate enough I could still go to a gym because I own one, mm-hmm. but um, I see it and I hear it every day, um, you know, some to the extremes of going back to their old, old vices of drugs, alcohol, uh, you, you know, even some of some some military, you know, they use the the gym as uh, their way to focus their energy instead of going into a deep depression and, you know, ultimately doing something that you can't come back from, which, mm-hmm. you know, I've heard several bad stories mm-hmm. that like the gym was their way of making sure that they live to see the next day. Yep. You know, that's, that's the extreme version of it. But, you know, like you said, we, we just got to change our perspectives of, yeah, this is bad. This is awful but how can I uh, utilize what I have or don't have and still keep my mind right for when we can go back? Yep. yep. So I, I, don't, I don't know the answer. I've tried a lot with a lot of different people, 
but ultimately I think it comes down to that person wanting to take some ownership of getting that motivation or finding someone to help them get that motivation other than, you know, a trainer or coach that can't be there physically and say, do this. Yep. Um, Yep. Yeah. And I think that's, I think it's important because I've asked very similar questions to, to all of the coaches and it's the same thing. It's well, at the end of the day, we were never, trained on how to navigate through something like this. So I, I don't have an answer for that question. Uh, and, but here's my best piece of advice, right? This is an, and it's a lot of it comes down to rearranging in our minds, what we should be expecting of ourselves and what we should not be expecting of ourselves is we shouldn't expect ourselves to know how to navigate through this. Yeah. Uh, and we need to, I think, adjust our perspectives, but so the, the, so that's key. So the, the second part of the question is probably a bit easier for you to answer for someone who has not worked out and has really never started or maintained a, a true physical activity routine or exercise routine, but COVID-19, maybe somebody personal or close to them has gotten it, or maybe it, they've had a scare and, or maybe not. And they just know that it's because of this, it's, it's time to start moving their body, but they don't know where to begin by any means. And they don't even need a gym. They just need some guidance on, Hey, this is step one for those people. What is step one? Uh, day by day, one commitment a day tomorrow, I'm going to walk for 10 minutes or today I'm going to prep one meal for tomorrow. So I don't, when lunchtime doesn't roll when lunchtime rolls around, I'm not eating fast food Mm. or even, you know, another, I know it's not physical, but like, I'm going to drink one less soda tomorrow. Like it's, it's day by day, a day by day commitment of tomorrow. I will walk 10 minutes. So I mean, commit, I mean, committing to yourself, yeah. uh, but also not having to go in all at one time, yeah. small yeah. habits on top of each other day after day after day, uh, until they become a bit of a, a natural, it's, it's a habit. Yeah. That's what you want. You want to turn it into a habit. So if you, if you can make that commitment day after day, it will become a habit and eventually you, you'll see changes. You'll reach those goals, but you, you can't, you know, you have to have a large goal, like whether, you know, I'm going to run a 5k, but you've never run before. You can't just go out and run a 5k mm. tomorrow. You have to start by running for five minutes, Yep. you know, or three yep. minutes even just, and then the next day, even if you're sore, you're going to run for three more minutes. Like that's the, that's the same concept with just being more active. Like, I'm going to, I'm going to walk for 10 minutes tomorrow. Yep. And you know, and I know there's going to be like, okay, it's going to be raining Tuesday. What am I going to do Tuesday? Well, you're going to find a spot at home or in your office. You're going to do 10 Mm -hmm. sit-ups. There's always an excuse, but there's always a way around it. Yeah. 10 sit-ups isn't 10 minutes of walking, but you know, that's 10 more sit-ups than you would have done on Tuesday while it's raining. Mm -hmm. So you just have to have a, like a, a plan, a contingency plan where you're like, okay, I'm going to walk every day uh, this week, 10 minutes a day. Okay. Like we said, what's going to happen? What are you going to do when it rains? Hmm. If you have a gym at work, get on the bike for 10 minutes. Yep. You know, it's, it's, it's that simple. It's, it, it is so easy for somebody that is trying to start exercising to find an excuse, but it's even easier to find another way to exercise. <laughs> yeah. I think the, the, the mindset behind that that I've, I've tried to, to tell people in the past is I feel like the word exercising has a, this, this 
bad connotation to it. When, when people who haven't quote unquote exercised and they hear, well, you need to exercise, they automatically think lifting weights, going on the treadmill. But really, I, you know, I think it's so, it's, it's such a misconception when we're saying like exercising could just be walking up and down your stairs three times, right? It, it, it's just moving your body. It's, it, it, it's, it's physical yeah. activity. Even to that point, like, okay, I'm going to take the stairs instead of the elevator. Mm-hmm. Like that, that could be a commitment for the day too. I'm going to take the stairs instead of the elevator. I'm going to park the end of the parking lot instead of as close as I can get for today. That that's like you said. Yeah. I, I mean, it's very true. Physical, I mean, exercise people automatically think it's this overwhelming thing where I have to spend hours at the gym and I, and how do I spend hours at the gym? I've never done that before what do I do for two hours. I don't know. Like, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, it's, it's very small increments, just making that commitment. Um, you just got to find something that works for you and eventually yeah. it will be a habit if you commit to it long enough. Awesome. Cool. So the, you know, going back to the idea that we're all in a, um, we're all in a unique position together right now. Uh, and, and in some ways we've, we've never been closer as a, as a group of people and we've almost never been further apart at the same time, but there's <laughs> definitely a lot that we can relate to uh, in a sense of having empathy for, for, each other's struggles right now. And while I can't relate, you know, I'm not going to compare apples to oranges. I understand that we're, we're both struggling and my neighbor's struggling and my neighbor's family is struggling to some extent. Um, so I, I think it's always interesting to, to hear how a, a coach specifically navigates through turbulent times. So on that note, is there anything specifically that, that you've had to adjust as far as the strategy of how you approach your, your physical wellness or any other dimension of wellness, you know, being a gym owner, your, your life was obviously completely turned upside down and it's still been turned upside down. Uh, and that for you hits a number of different dimensions of wellness, not just physical, but mental, uh, financial, occupational, social, uh, how have you had to adjust personally, uh, as you've tried to navigate and you, and you continue to navigate, uh, the foreseeable future? Um, it, it, it was a very, very big adjustment because like you said, I was used to being up on my feet, coaching all day, being in the gym. So as soon as I was done coaching, I could do a workout back to coaching. Um, but I was also, you know, like you said, it's a financial thing too. I was fortunate enough that one of my members owns um, a construction company. So I just asked him if he needed a hand because I've got a lot of time (laughs) and, um, he said, yeah, and, I, and, you know, I've got at least 40 hours of work with him now. And I'm, like we talked about earlier, I'm learning a trade. I'm learning stuff that I can use the rest of my life if I needed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it's been good because it, it has been, it take, took me out of my comfort zone for the past 20 years, put me in a whole different job where I knew, you know, next to nothing. Um but I'm learning. I'm a, you know, I, I've, my coworkers have been pretty patient. They've let me learn. They've taught me. Uh, and you know, that's helped too. Like, and I guess that, that could be something that anybody could do, not necessarily to that extent, but find something that can occupy your time. You know, it doesn't have to be exercise. You know, you, you've been talking about the, the, um, uh, psychological wellness or, mm-hmm. uh, learn something take up a new hobby 
Um, essentially that's what I'm doing right now, but I'm getting paid to do it. Like I'm mm-hmm. learning a lot of uh, really cool stuff when it comes to construction and building things. So, right. um, but as far as the physical, um, aspect of it, I, you know, I'm putting aside an hour a day to work out. Um, not lifting as much as I was, I'm just kind of hitting, um, you know, some workouts where it's a quick, you know, either 10, 15, 20 minute workout and then I'm done. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it goes back to the balance thing. This is, this is actually, my life seems a little more balanced now (laughs) Um, with, with working exercise, uh, running a business. Um, Whereas uh, when everything pre COVID was open, you know, there were competitions, strongman CrossFit competitions. I was constantly training for those. And uh, you know, although I was like what you were talking about earlier, I was getting to that point that people thought, you know, being strong looking the way I did was healthy and you know if you look at all my markers I was healthy you know I wasn't extreme dieting I wasn't doing that I was just but if you look at the balance of what I was doing I didn't have it because I was training all the time so uh you know kind of a blessing in disguise I guess when it comes to having balance in my life owning a business not so much (laughs) Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. but that that's 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 how I've been navigating it. You know, I've been filling my time with, with that instead of, uh, you know, the first few weeks of this, I was definitely on the couch. Like, what are we going to do? What's going to happen? What are we going to do? And, you know, kind of hate saying the new normal, but this is, this is what we've kind of settled into a groove of this is what we're doing right now Mm -hmm. until, until it changes. So, yeah, I think the, the lesson there is, you know, the, the short story of that is accepting the reality that of what we're currently facing, acknowledging the reality, and then taking time to digest. And if we're being honest, feel a little sorry for ourselves for a few days and then, and then get back to the grind and roll the sleeves up and figure out a way to adjust to the new norm, because we don't know if the new norm is, is, is going to be around for a long time. It might be. So sulking and and sitting back on the couch for more than a few days does us does does nobody any good uh so i think using this time to learn something new take a risk uh maybe try something that you've always wanted to try but because our work was our our work or our family our jobs maybe uh we we just didn't have the time or we didn't have the courage to take that risk man what better time to to do it (laughs) yeah exactly and and we're living in in a in a pool of risk right now. So I think if th- there's no better time than to yeah. kind of tip your toe in that, in that, in that water and, and try something new, uh, you know, and, and truthfully, that's one of the only ways to keep moving forward at this point. We can't rely on what previously worked six months ago. Yeah. Um, so I think that's the, that's the lesson there. I mean, leverage, leverage this time to the best of your ability and, and, and take a risk. Definitely what I've done because we'll always need to build stuff. Yeah. Yep everything burns to the ground i'm learning a skill that i could use to keep me going if i had mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. yeah awesome so to take that i guess one next do another level on a broader scale for the people who are are struggling to get moving you know maybe they've they know they want to move their body and they've tried a few things but they just can't keep it consistent with everything that's going on right now there's the additional stresses from life maybe they're 
they're going through, man, I got to send my kid to college or I'm sending my kids to school. I, that's just another layer of stress. Money's tight right now. My wife's job maybe isn't as secure as it was six months ago. Everything that's going on. On that level, so you, not just the physical level, but on just the, the wellness and the, the health side of things, what is, your, what is your message, not to just a select group of people, but to everybody, because we're all in that boat to a certain extent. Yeah. You know, as you sit here as a seasoned professional at, at watching and seeing how important health and wellness is to people's lives, what's your message to, to all of us as we just try and keep our head above water at this point? it's it's not an all or nothing approach like that's you um it's like i've told many clients and many members um uh, this is a perfect example just when the holidays come around um you know your diet's not going to be normal your exercise schedule's not going to be normal because of parties relatives people bringing snacks food to the to the office mm -hmm. Um, you have to be okay with that just because that's going to happen or you're going to eat or whatever. You don't have to throw everything you've done out the window. It's not done. It's not over. Um, this to me is like a very, very long holiday. Mm. Like we are out of our normal schedules. We, we, we can't work out when we want to, the way we want to, um, you know, we can't eat the way we we're used to, but, you just have to achieve what you can within the realm of what's possible. Mm. And, um, and just know that when we do get through it, you'll pick back up where you left off, not necessarily where you left off, but you will, you'll start your, you'll start exercise again. You'll start eating again. You'll start doing whatever you did that was positive before COVID because we'll get through it. Mm. It's going to happen. You can't throw it all out the window because you don't know when it's going to happen. Yeah. That, yep. That's, that's, that's what I'm seeing a lot of is like, well, I can't do it. I've already gained 10 pounds. I'm like, well, don't gain 10 more. Mm -hmm. Nobody's saying you have to gain 10 more. Nobody's saying you'll be able to lose it right now, but just know that when we go back to what we were, you can lose it mm -hmm. because you have before. Mm -hmm. So yep. it, it's, it's, it's definitely just a not an all or nothing approach. That's, that's how I try to tell people when they're making any changes. You can't, you can't make it an all or nothing approach or, or you just, you're just not going to make it. Yep. And I think that's, yeah, it goes to back to part of the conversation I had with one of the previous coaches uh, on, the mental, on the mental side. And her point was we were struggling before COVID. We've always been struggling as human beings. It's just, it's more amplified at this point. And to your point, it's, listen, we have to do the best we can within the, the realm that we're currently in. And again, that's the way it was before COVID. We, we were dealt a certain amount of cards before COVID and it's going to be the same way. <laughs> exactly. So it's the, it's truly the same mindset. It's just the realm to your point is just a little different, yeah. but you're still dealt a certain type of card and a certain amount of cards. And it's up to you, how you, how you, what you decide your next move is and how you play the game. So I think that's huge. And, um, I guess the, the final question I have, because, you know, for people that are maybe watching the media, watching the news, reading uh, articles online, maybe too much social media, this is not a question I hear often, but I think it's an important one to, to have answered. 
and especially from someone like you who has, who has truly been impacted by COVID on so many different areas and dimensions of wellness, what is the best thing that is going to come out of COVID? Uh, the best thing I think will be, um, people will, will take their health a little more seriously instead of uh, America has always been about, um, will treat it instead of preventing it. Mm. Like it's, it's apparent when you look at um, drug companies and how they're able to control our blood pressure, control our cholesterol, control our moods. Mm. Um, but a lot, a lot of that can be prevented. I'm not saying everything can be, but a lot of it can be prevented. Um, and, I, and I think that's the best thing that can happen, uh, that will happen or come out of this is that. Um, but also, Hopefully a lot more, I mean, on a whole different realm, just a whole lot, a, a lot more understanding. Mm. Um, you know, right now everybody is on edge. You're not wearing a mask. I don't need to wear a mask. You, you know, that people are arguing mm. and fighting and hurting each other. Mm -hmm. So affecting someone else's health physically <laughs> over a mask which is supposed to keep you well. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't make any sense. Like, mm. it, like I said, we're, we're just in that area of like, a lot of what we're doing right now is contradicting ourselves. Sure. Um, you know, that's a whole different conversation. But I think after this, I think a lot of us are going to be a lot more understanding, you know, yeah. on, on an individual level of where, where's this person coming from? And then you see it from a work level of, oh, we can work from home. I do not have to micromanage because we've been doing it for six months mm -hmm. and that can have a domino effect on how your subordinates are feeling because they're not being micromanaged, not stressed. I mean, like I said, a lot, a lot more understanding on a whole lot of different realms of, um, uh, and causing a domino effect, um, everywhere else. So yep. you know, that's, that's what I'm hoping. And that's yeah. what I think is going to happen. Yeah, I, I, I hopefully, uh, I agree. I, I hope that, you know, we're, we're very relatable right now as, yeah. as a people. And I hope that maintains uh, and continues because we're, you know, there's definitely some, some things going on right now uh, that are contradictory and there's definitely a lot of evil still in the world, but um, there's also a lot of empathy and understanding uh, in comparison to, to pre-COVID on certain things. I think we've all had, um, a lot of time to look ourselves in the mirror the past five, six months and, and, and have some tough conversations with, with ourselves and, and our friends and family. And um, I'm, I'm hoping that we continue to have those conversations moving forward. And at the end of the day, remember that we are, you know, very relatable to each other and we need to have uh, empathy for our neighbors and our friends and our brothers and our sisters. And uh, I, I'm hopeful to your point that that is something that is uh, not just a moment in time, it, and it's a it's something that continues uh, after this for sure. This is th this this time has definitely amplified a lot of good and a lot of bad. Mm. It's I mean it's always been there, but I think it's mm -hmm. just amplifying it right now mm -hmm. because like we're just on edge. So yep. whatever's going to come out is going to come out either, whether it's good or bad. Sure. Yep. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I think that's you know the mm -hmm. one thing that we've talked about uh, with with previous coaches is to your point. Um, the good side of it at least is uh, we're talking about our health a lot more than, than I've ever heard it, which is good. People are, 
um, starting to turn to other people for help and just starting to express their their feelings a bit more and their problems and their struggles and their trials and and, and whatnot and um, you know that's what I'm hopeful for as 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 a community of people that we can continue to look at our health in a different light and take it a bit more seriously and maybe uh, focus less on on what society says we should be and focus on how to keep our our immunity high and, and, and healthy and uh, keep each other accountable, hold each other accountable and help each other reach a, you know, the, perhaps the, the healthiest version of themselves. And uh, I'm hopeful that that's uh, something that our community as, as a people can, can do in, in, in moving forward. So, yeah. And, and just looking at what's going on in the world right now, we are capable of it. Mm. We definitely are capable of it. We just, it's, it's like with everything, it's so easy to fall back in our old ways, but hopefully six months of it has made some of it a habit by now, right? <laughs> yep. yep, definitely. Yeah, I think there's, you know, in six months and counting and, uh, you know, there's really no end in, in, in sight and as, as scary as that sounds, it's again, back to your point, I think the final, the final message here is we all have the same time in the day. We've always had the same time in the day. We're all struggling to a certain degree uh, on a very equal level. And we're all dealt very similar cards right now. Yeah. We need to rely on our friends, our families, and the other quote unquote players in the game to help us navigate through this game of, of the current reality and, and make the make the best choice on the next move and and then be okay with it. You know what? That wasn't the best move. Uh, I thought that would have worked and it wasn't. So let's let's pivot and let's go, let's try something else. I mean, that, that, that's what the world is right now. It's trial and error. Even yep. with what we're seeing every day in the news about COVID-19 and how it changes. And I mean, we're, we're, we're all figuring out day by day. So yep. it's, it's, we just got to stick with it until we get through it. Yeah. I love it, man. Well, I appreciate it, John. I, I know uh, your time is precious and uh, I appreciate the expert advice and this is going to be very valuable for a lot of people and uh, hopefully, hopefully it reaches at least one person and helps them out. So definitely will. I can promise you that. So, uh, you know, I look forward to eventually seeing you at some point, hopefully yeah. sooner rather than later. <laughs> and uh, I, I love seeing what you're doing. And uh, I think for everybody watching and listening, this is a, a great example of how our lives and all of our lives have been turned upside down, but you, we have a decision to make and we can go right or left uh, backwards or forwards, but we need to choose, we, let's choose one direction and just stick to it and, yeah. and, and just go. So, uh, I hope at the very least people can, can use your, you know, your situation as a, an example and a little bit of motivation to start moving the needle forward more towards more of an ideal reality. Yeah. It's, it's very easy to just like we talked about sit and sulk about it, but what's the point, you know, yep. it's not going to help anyone out. So do something. Yeah. I love it. Well, thanks, man. It was good to see you. And yeah, you uh, too. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon, brother. Hey, thank you so much for listening. As always, I hope you found some value in this episode. And at the very least, I hope you can use Jonathan's story as motivation to be able to acknowledge the current reality, but also put a plan in place to keep moving forward. So to recap some of the major takeaways, I'll leave you with these three. Number one, right now, it is so important to be able to change and redefine your perspective as it relates to what a successful exercise program looks like. What you were doing pre-COVID may no longer apply. So feel comfortable redefining what success looks like as it relates to your physical activity. Number two, 
there is an end in sight. But just because we don't know when that end is going to actually happen doesn't mean we can throw away all of our hard work pre-COVID. A recommendation would be to just keep moving, whether that means a 10-minute walk per day because your gym is still closed or some outside exercises with a small group of friends. Whatever the case is, keep moving until the end is finally here and you can get back to your pre-COVID regimen. And number three, and probably the most important one, whether you're looking to start a physical wellness routine or you're looking just to get back on track, this will apply to you. Take the approach of a day-by-day strategy. One goal and one commitment per day. Do not go all in. Just go in with the mindset of maybe one less of this or one more of that. And that will help you get to your ideal reality and build great, sustainable habits. Again, thank you so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. I truly, truly appreciate it, and I do not take it for granted. And if you are ready to finally achieve and maintain your health and wellness goals, I strongly encourage you to reach out to me for a free 15-minute discovery call where we can decide if we'd even be a good fit for each other. But I promise you this, at the very least, you will leave that phone call with a clear direction of where you can go to immediately improve your health. So until next time, friends, cheers.